0: Welcome to Evolve Nutrition Radio, where you learn how to ditch the diet mentality and deconstruct your health and fitness goals into habits you can do for the rest of your life. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in and I want to welcome you all to another episode of Evolve Nutrition Radio. I'm your host, Alex McMahon, and this is episode 21 How to meal prep part three, how to put the food to work for you. Now, this is going to be the very last episode in our series on how to meal prep. In the very first part one, episode 19, we spoke about how to grocery shop and I provided a grocery shopping list. So if you'd like that, go back and give episode 19 a listen. In episode 20, we covered a step-by-step process on batch cooking, including everything from the foods down to the utensils and the time that it would require you to cook each individual food. Now, in today's episode, we're going to cover a simple strategy for taking those pre-cooked foods and making quick and easy meals on the go. As a quick refresher, we're going to discuss how to measure a food without using a measuring cup or any kind of scale. And what we're going to be using to do that is your hand. We're going to use your hand to guide the portion sizes. Now, for those who are already lean and are trying to reach an elite level of leanness, you may have to do some weighing and measuring to hit specific calorie and macronutrient goals. However, using your hand as a good guide for portion sizes is going to work perfectly for most people who are just looking for a little bit of fat loss and to improve their health. Now, what we're going to be doing is basing everything on the rule of thumb, palm, and fist. And I know that that sounds like a kung fu movie, but this is actually how we're gonna judge the different portion sizes and the different foods that are gonna go on your plate or in your Tupperware. So first and foremost, we're gonna base each meal around one to two palm-sized portions of protein. Now for men, I'd like them to get two palm-sized portions of protein per meal, and for women, I would like them to aim for one palm-sized portion of protein per meal. Now these protein sources could come from things like eggs, ground beef, chicken, Um, turkey, or some kind of rotisserie chicken as well. Now, for non-starchy vegetables, I would recommend that each and every person, including men and women, should both aim for two closed fist portions of non-starchy vegetables per meal. Now, this could include things such as celery, carrots, Brussels sprouts, kale, spinach, purple cabbage, asparagus, cauliflower, really pretty much any non-starchy vegetable that you would like to cook or eat raw will work here just fine. Now, for fats, I'm going to recommend that you add one to two thumb-sized portions of fats or oils for cooking and for flavor to each different meal. Men should include two thumb-sized portions of fats or oils at each individual meal. Women should include one to one and a half thumb-sized portions of fats or oils to each individual meal. Now, for most people, fats and oils are going to be added during the actual cooking process. But for things like salads, adding olive oil, avocado oil, or macadamia nut oil to any kind of salad... Or having some kind of nut butter or shredded coconut is going to be a perfect source of fat to add to your meals or to your snacks. Now nuts and seeds are a little bit different because I feel like nuts and seeds um, deserve their own category because of the health benefits. However, I always like to see people consume nuts and seeds kind of like they would a condiment. Small portions when you decide to have them. Usually about one half open cupped hand. I wouldn't go beyond one serving per meal just because there's a lot more nutrient-dense, more filling foods that should be the focus of your meals. So when you have them, have them more like a condiment to add flavor and texture to a meal, not as a main component of the meal. And the best options are going to be things like walnuts, almonds, macadamia nuts, hazelnuts, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, hemp seeds, and cashews. Now, if fruit is going to be part of your meal, I would recommend using one half to one closed palm-sized portion for fruit. The kind that I would always recommend would be ones that are local and in season, and that's going to differ depending on the region that you live in and kind of the season that you're in as well. But some of my favorite go-tos are things like berries, apples, bananas, cherries, or pears. Uh, Plantains and bananas are also going to be phenomenal for getting some extra carbs in if it's pre or post-workout or if you just like to get some extra carbs in throughout the day. When adding denser carbohydrates, I would recommend putting one to two closed fist portions on your plate or in your Tupperware. By centering the majority of your carbohydrates in the pre and post-workout window, it can be helpful for providing a fast-acting source of fuel during your workouts and ensuring that you have the majority of your carbs post-workout is going to be a pivotal step in helping you to actually recover and to refill all the muscle glycogen that you've burned up while you've been exercising. Now, I always recommend that people base their carbohydrate intake on how active they were for the day, and also based on the amount of lean mass that they have. So those who are leaner are typically going to be able to tolerate carbohydrates better than someone who has a lot of body fat to lose. The sources of starch that I recommend are going to be things like sweet potatoes, yams, potatoes, oatmeal, and for people who are more hard-charging athletes or who have a high volume of training that they need to keep up with and recover from, those kind of people could also benefit from some white rice. Now, as a pro tip, I would recommend that you do yourself a favor and track down some Okinawan purple sweet potatoes. They're typically found at most Asian food stores, and they're white on the outside and a very unique kind of color of purple on the inside. They taste like birthday cake, and you can thank me later. Now, as a unique strategy, I recommend that people who have a significant amount of body fat to lose that they earn their carbs for fat loss. This this means that if fat loss is your primary goal, then it's going to be a good idea to save your starchy carbohydrates for the post-workout window or meal. If you've trained hard for that day, your body will be able to more efficiently use these denser carbohydrates and there's far less of a chance that they will go into fat storage. Now, on days where you do not train or you're just doing some light conditioning, I would recommend that you skip the denser carbohydrates and try to organize your meals mostly around protein, fat, and vegetables for a boost in your fat loss. Alrighty, folks, the next part of the podcast is where we're going to be talking about how you can take the foods that you've already pre-cooked and batch cooked in the last episode and how you can put those to work and organize them in quick and easy meals on the go. So let's hop right into it. On day one, for breakfast, I would recommend that you have two to three hard-boiled eggs, one-fourth to one-half of an avocado, and one-half handful of berries. For lunch, I would recommend having two closed-fist portions of non-starchy vegetables, one to two palm sized portions of rotisserie chicken, ground beef or ground turkey, and one and a half to two thumbs worth of almonds. Now if this is the meal that takes place around your workout, I would recommend adding some starches in, things such as one close sized fist portion of potatoes or sweet potatoes here. Now if you'd like a snack, I would recommend having half of a plantain with one to two thumb sized portions of nut butter. For dinner, I would recommend having a salad and that salad would contain spinach, kale, multicolored carrots, one-fourth of an avocado, cherry tomato, celery, bell pepper, and two thumbs worth of olive oil with added vinegar. Now for your protein source, I would recommend having one to two pre-cooked chicken sausages. And then again, if this is a hard charging workout day, I would recommend that you add in one to two closed fist portions of potatoes, sweet potatoes, or white rice. Moving right along to day two. For day two breakfast, I would recommend having two to three eggs, one to two thumb-sized portions of nuts or nut butters, or coconut chips if you'd prefer, and then half of a handful of apple slices. To lunch, we'd be having a purple cabbage salad. So of course, we'd have purple cabbage, cucumber, one to two thumbs worth of walnuts, one half handful of strawberries sliced up, and kale or spinach, cherry tomatoes, olive oil, and vinegar. Now for your protein source, I would recommend adding in one to two fist-sized portions of pre-cooked shrimp, pre-cooked sausage, or pre-cooked burger patty, depending on what you have available to you. Now, add extra carbs to this if your lunch is before or after your workout. For this, you could add in one full-size plantain or one large banana to help bump up the carbs. For your snack here, I would recommend that you have cucumber discs with smoked salmon on top of it. For dinner, you could have one to two fist-sized portions of pre-cooked pan-roasted vegetables that we spoke about in episode 20. This would include things like Brussels sprouts, carrots, asparagus, and cauliflower. You could have one to two palm-sized portions of ground beef, turkey, or chicken, and one to two closed fist portions of potatoes, sweet potatoes, or white rice again if you'd like. Now for day three, you would have one to two pre-cooked chicken sausages for breakfast, one-fourth to one-half of an avocado, and a half of a handful of berries. For lunch, I would recommend you have one to two close fist portions of vegetables from the crockpot recipe that we spoke all about in episode 20. And here, you would also be having one to two palm size worth of the roast from the crockpot recipe that we also discussed in episode 20. For a snack, I would recommend having one close fist portion of raw cut up vegetables. This could be things such as cucumbers, bell peppers, cherry tomatoes, or any kind of carrots. Again, you could have one to two thumbs worth of nuts or nut butters. This could be almonds, cashews, or walnuts, and then half of a handful of apple slices. For dinner, I'd recommend you have one to two palm sized portions of cooked salmon, one to two closed fist portions of pan roasted vegetables, one to two closed fist portions of potatoes, sweet potatoes or white rice and if you'd like to mix things up and you're already getting kind of sick of sweet potatoes or white rice, you could switch them out and have something like oatmeal with berries and cinnamon added in that will hit a little bit more on that sweet flavor that I know that most people are looking for after dinner and it will also help to bump up the carb content of that meal. This podcast series was designed to show you that meal prep and eating better doesn't need to be over-the-top expensive, nor do you need to spend hours upon hours in the kitchen every single night to eat better. You can cook once or twice per week and spend the rest of your time living your life and doing much more fun activities. The key here is that you have to have a plan and a method to your meal prep and making sure that you're eating the right foods in proper amounts for your specific goals. Now, if you'd like help with this process of setting up a plan for your nutrition to either lose body fat or to develop better overall habits, let's hop on the phone for a free nutrition strategy session where we can discuss your current goals, the roadblocks that are preventing you from getting to those goals, and how to get you results that you'll be. Be able to maintain. By clicking on the link in the show notes you can go ahead and book your free strategy session as I only have three spots available for the rest of the week and I know that they're going to fill up fast. So make sure to go ahead and click the link in the show notes that'll take you to a form that you can fill out to book your strategy session today. As always I greatly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to Evolve Nutrition Radio and you can always connect with me on social media so you can find me on Instagram at Evolved Nutritional Therapy you can find me on Snapchat and Twitter at EvolveNTPDX. You can find me on Facebook at Evolve Nutritional Therapy LLC. Or you can email me directly at pdx at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you next week.